This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the UUP podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. We love a Sunday special, a bite-sized episode to share with the group chat. We want everyone to send these around, make it your Instagram stories. We love a a good share, right? A good share, a good singular topic that's relatable, that people like. Um, yeah, I'm excited about this. Thank you for everyone who came to our Chicago show. Love it. We were recording before it happened, but I'm sure it was incredible. As they always uh, are. That's the thing. These live shows are fun for the whole group chat. You know, it, it starts conversations. I would say bring someone you're seeing. I think this is like a great fifth date. I think it's a great fun way to like start conversations, continue ones that you've had at the brunch table. It is for anyone, not just people who listen to the show. If you have friends that are, I'm not a podcast person, or I listen to this other show, and whatever, you're going to have a great time. And we're coming to Boston, Philly, D.C., and New York City. Betches.co slash live for tickies. Get them, right? Go get them. Where are you going to be? I got shows. I, I mean, I'm back from Europe, and... You know, the beat moves on. I got I got this whole new set. I'm doing a lot of material about family. So I think uh, if you want to bring your, you know, your fam out over the summer, you're going to hear. It's the perfect, it's a perfect family uh, thing. You can laugh together. If you're, Usually you have the same sense of humor as your family. So if you like something, I, your mom's going to like it too. I agree. And I was at dinner with someone recently and they were like, they were friends with my parents and they said they brought their grandkids to a stand-up show and they were like it was a big mistake it was dirty it didn't feel right and i was like yeah you got to be careful who you go to a show with you know and I, I you know people i am not i i think i'm more in the middle than yeah I don't, fun for the whole family right I, I i you could sit next to your dad at my show um and i'm gonna be in kansas city Nashville, Stamford, Lexington, Charlotte. I'm probably adding more dates to the calendar as as I, you know, because we're so far ahead. We're, we, you know, we get ahead with these things. Never miss an episode. We don't miss. That's right. We're here for, you're welcome. You're never without yes. us. Even on a Sunday. And listen, we're on YouTube. Go watch the YouTube channel. We love that, you know, the facial expressions that go with what we do here you know, it really is. It's, it's, it, it, it's the adds flavor to the show. Yeah, it's the salt. It's the tagine. It's the, it's the sugar on the, dump. the spice of life. Right. They always, they always say that YouTube, YouTube videos of podcasts <laughs> are the spice of life. Right. That's how the old saying goes. That's how they say it. Do we want to jump right in? Let's jump right in. Why not? Why not? Right. You okay. want me to read it? Sure. And then when we get to the text, we'll, okay. we'll do this. So yeah, we have the screenshots. Uh, so if you like a deal reveal episode, we're doing that. If you want your deal revealed, 
if you're dealing with a situationship, if you want a deal reveal, if you want a dating app makeover, if you want to talk to us live at the live shows, send in your things, you know, whatever you're dealing with to uh, uh, bet, uh, to you up, UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com, title it live show and what city you're going to be at so we can get you to be a part of the show, right? Yeah, come on stage with us. We do it in real time. We'll, we'll, we'll text that that fucking asshole that you've been seeing. <laughs> right. We'll text him with you on stage. That piece of what shit. What could be better than that? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ready? Hi, J&J. Huge fan, benefit subscriber. Absolutely love you guys. Need your help deciding if this guy's reaction to something is too big of a red flag to move forward with seeing him. Background. I met this guy through friends of friends about three weeks ago. We've gone on a couple dates in the week since and ended up being uh, ended up spending a good amount of time. I'm the worst reader right now. We've gone on a couple of dates in the week since and ended up spending a good amount of this past weekend together. His, pa- his last relationship lasted eight years, led to an engagement, ultimately ended about a year and a half ago. My last relationship was four years ago and ended really badly. I've had some serious walls up since then, and I'm usually really really quick to call things off with guys I start seeing. For context uh, to my text, you should know I'm moving to a new apartment soon, plus traveling this weekend, so I have tons of packing and prep to do over the next two weeks. So the situation, um, so the situation. Earlier in the day yesterday, he asked when we can see each other next. I didn't think much of it, reminded him I'll be out of town this weekend, but when I'm back, we should definitely find a time. He said no rush. He said he was just wondering and we could wait until he's back. He's sure I'm busy with everything, quote unquote, the move. These are the texts I got after trivia. All right, ready? I am a... You're her. Her, yes. Okay. Damn, you guys must be smart. I've literally never done that good. The only trivia I've ever won is office trivia. Yeah, I mean, we kind of killed it, LOL. I'm, I'm unerring. Unerring? I'm unerring? Mm-hmm. Like he's not erring. It's a stupid word. Is unerring a word? <laughs> I think it's like he's not making a mistake. I think that means... I've never even heard of that word. Is he... Unerring means always right or accurate. Wow. That makes me hate this guy. But I, <laughs> like, I get it, dude. You but it's, it's kind of a stupid, I, I, it's a little stupid. I what is he, in full trivia say mode? Say I'm never wrong. Right, like, yeah, like, he's got to use his trivia <laughs> words to show me how smart. We get it, you're good at trivia, you're smart. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we kind of killed it, LOL. I'm unerring from here. It doesn't even sound right in a sentence. I'm annoyed. I'm unerring from here. We hate you. I hate this guy. <laughs> Dump him. <laughs> I'm unerring from here, but I'm down the street from you if you want a break for a drink, LOL. Haha, <laughs> not tonight. My energy is pretty low right now. I was actually going to wrap up soon and then lay down. Okay, no worries. I hope you had a good night. Have I hope you have a good night, smiley face. Yeah, you too. I'm happy you killed a trivia. Haha. <laughs> okay. And then he writes so then, about... This is that night. Later that night. Later that night. Like. About to be home, sweet dreams, with a sleeping emoji. Then he follows it up. Hey, maybe we don't plan something next week. Not a big deal. I would love to see you again, but I'm not sure I want to. I hope you have a good weekend, and I'll talk to you some other time. 
Then, he, then, then he follows up again. Almost two hours later. <laughs> later in the night. Sorry, that seemed out of nowhere. Uh, or we- Sorry, that seemed out of nowhere or weird. Just had some feelings tonight that I don't like to feel. And probably best if I just back off for a bit. And then she answers the next morning. I mean, I'm totally confused. And yes, that's out of nowhere. But if that's what you want. No, it's not really what I want. Hard to explain over text and probably sounds stupid. But I'm sorry, I just reacted to how I was feeling last night, and only a little part of it had to do with you. Like I said, hard to explain. I would be happy to call you and clear things up, but you can let me know if that's okay if you have a minute. Okay. So then why don't we finish the email? He called me in the morning and said after leaving a trivia thing, he and his coworkers walked past my apartment and he pointed it out. His coworkers said to him basically, wow, she lives this close and wouldn't come meet you? Apparently that made him start thinking deeper into it, how he must really not be interested if I'm not meeting him for a drink down the block last minute. I explained that if I'm make it, that if I'm makeup off, in sweats, contacts out, glasses on, middle of trying to pack stuff, it's not like I was trying... I was sitting on my couch looking cute, drinking wine, doing nothing when he texted me. It may just be a few-minute walk away to meet him, but that doesn't mean it's just a few minutes to total to get ready and meet him. He kind of apologized for how he texted, but it didn't feel very sincere. He also talked about getting in a fight with his sister, which is part of why he was upset, but I didn't get how that was relevant to what he said to me, LOL. It was very off. It was left off very much as him being like, I'm all good. I want to see you again. I want to keep this going without much thought of how I felt after the situation. I'm feeling that him having this high expectation after just a couple of weeks knowing each other and his reaction to jump to passive aggressively ending things instead of just a mature conversation about the situation feels pretty concerning to me. Am I wrong in thinking this was a serious overreaction to me not wanting, not meeting him? Or was I wrong not to go meet him? Is this something I should let go and see how it goes from here? Or is this enough of a red flag to call it need your sage advice here? 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the grow hair 
Care Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the Lash Serum and the Brow Serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow, so I love what Vegamore is doing, and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best-looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker-looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more, and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. To me, this guy is clearly, and usually we see we see this a lot in women in the emails we get, and I think it's this is great because it's showing a guy in this too. This guy is clearly very anxious. Yes. He's a very anxious stater. Mm-hmm. Um, he's overanalyzing why she didn't come. His friend said something. He couldn't stop thinking about it. He turned it into this huge thing that's way bigger than he than it did. And then that part I understand because I could see why my head would go there. And clear, maybe he was drunk and he like, and then he was just like, I'm just going to end it before she can end it. Or I'm going to show, I'm going to like with, withdraw so that she has to chase me or something. Right. Um, but it doesn't really seem like he's showing that much vulnerability in speaking to her. Right. Like, and he seems to like, again, like I didn't like the, the worst, the, the most concerning part to me was that on the call, he wasn't like, I'm sorry. I totally overreacted. Mm. Um, I get anxious um, when people don't answer me and then I kind of self-sabotage. And so I really apologize. It's like a totally a me thing. I totally understand why you wouldn't come. It's not a big deal at all. Instead, he was saying, like, I'm not mad. We can still go out. To me, it just shows maybe, like, a lack of self-awareness. Right. I, I, I think it shows an incredible amount of insecurity. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, but even to not, like, take the sword. You know, like, like what you're saying, I agree with. Hey, I fucked up. I had a moment. 
Like there's like a very easy way out of this, you know, where you go, mm-hmm. but you also have to be willing to lose the person with your vulnerability. And he won't, he's not willing to lose the person because of what he, because of his insecurities. Like, yeah. you know, if he had said, hey, I had a moment last night, I got in my head, had a few drinks with friends in the same way you were just saying, like, and it got to me, plus this other thing with my sister. I'm just going through it. And I like you. And, you yeah. know, and I like you. And it all kind of came out in a big word vomit text that I really regret. But hopefully when you're back from, you know, the move and the vacation, I'd love to get drinks again. You know, that's like a normal way where... The thing that sucks about that way, the normal way is that that person goes, now it's a reveal. You've, you've walked yourself into telling, showing your cards. Hey, I like right. it. And instead of that, he opted for the insecure route again, which is, you know, blaming other, ignoring, ignore yeah, blaming right. other people, never really taking the loss. And, to me, when she says, was I, did I, should I have gone or did he react too much? It's like, this isn't about that even. Nothing to do with that. That is, you not going has not, that's life. Hey, I don't want to go. We're done. You know, like yeah. I, 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 that's okay. You're allowed to not want to go. You don't need to even, for you to even go into the makeup thing. Like you're doing him a lot of favors by being like, you're, you're doing his ego, all these favors of being like, you know, I, you know, I had the makeup and it takes a long time versus no makeup. No, you didn't want to go. It was fucking late. I'm tired. It's not about you. It's about, yeah. I, for whatever reason you didn't want to go, it could be anywhere. You could have been, you could have been sitting at home drinking wine and just not in the mood to fucking go meet him and his friends. Right. It's fine. And we're early on. So who the fuck cares? You know, I, I don't owe you this. It's, you know, you're not mm-hmm. my boyfriend who's having a tough night who just got in a fight with his girlfriend where that's different. Like if, if, if you're his right. boyfriend and you're like, I don't want to leave the house. And he's like, I'm having a tough night. I just got in a fight with my sister. And then you didn't leave. I would go, okay, maybe this isn't the partnership he's looking for. That's not what this is about. This is, he got very insecure. Now he won't admit that he's insecure because he won't admit that he likes you. And I think this kind of goes back to, and it was something that like is a little bit noticeable in this is that they met through friends of friends. Yeah. And I think there's like a big difference in the in the dating app guy versus the friends of friends guy. How so? Well, I think and I've mentioned this in the past episodes when we just taped is this this idea of like when you've matched on a dating app, you know she's into you. Or you think that she's into you more than she is, but you live in the land of a reality where this woman thinks I am a great catch because they've liked me on a dating app. Right. I mean, they've spent the whole weekend together, though. Doesn't he know that? Uh, I don't even think it's about that. But I do think, like, if you meet through friends of friends, there's a mystery of, are they into me? Am I doing a good job? And this will be reported to the friends of friends. This will be, and if you're an insecure guy... Now you're going down the road of, oh, my God, she won't meet me out. She's going to tell them I wasn't a great day. You know, I think the, the these kind of relate where it's like 
He's insecure. He won't let it be known. He doesn't want to be dumped by the one who knows his friends. And and look at coworkers giving him shit. Like, if my friends were like, she lives right there, she won't go out with you, I'd be like, really? You think that's a big deal? And they go, no, we're fucking with you. Like, the idea that, like, right. he's in this, like, ego war with his his coworkers could affect him that much to make him go down that road. Like, if he... Well, here's, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I and I feel bad for him to play, you know, devil's mm. advocate for him. I feel bad for him because I see a lot of myself in him, mm. in my early dating, especially. And when you're, you're calling him insecure, which I agree he is, but it's really anxious. It's very, he's like high, high anxiety around dating. And I don't know where he got that from. And I mean, for me, it was like, um, and it's hard to date an anxious person because you kind of have to like be constantly assuring them that you're not like leaving. If mm. you're, that is, if you're into them. And I think that, you know, I, I told you about that book that I love that, that, uh, attached book, which is just sort of like playing out like what happens when you are dating an anxious person or that person has a lot of anxiety. And a lot of it is from like, cause they, people can change your attachment styles. People can turn you anxious. Like for me, I would act that way because, you know, I was obsessed with this other person where I had a where they kind of almost like turned me anxious because I would get all those mixed signals, which causes you to overanalyze every single symbol signal of like, are they into me? Are they not? Right. So then you're like overanalyzing every single thing and then you become your own worst enemy and it becomes this like self-fulfilling prophecy where you actually do turn people away because of this anxiety because you're like difficult to deal with because you're constantly overanalyzing things and turning them into bigger things than they're not or is a sign of rejection. Mm. Um, and then you ruin it. So I would suggest to him some therapy. Well, Because it's very, it's, it's very hard thing to like get over it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans the one you can fancy up fancy down and just look better every time you wear them well that's why you need to check out lee denim I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little 
baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Other than him, my message to her is like, you right now are, are, are explaining this in a way where like, you've dealt with it. You've gone to therapy for it. You've, you understand it. You, even to say what you just said is vulnerable. Like in the land of red flag deal breaker, should she keep going with this guy? Like to me, it doesn't seem like he's ready to be dating it. I agree. And I used to do when I used to do this and not not uh, take accountability or be vulnerable or put my cards on the table. I wasn't ready to date either. Right. And so I didn't, and I didn't even realize that that was self-sabotaging me at the time. But it's funny. I mean, like, that's why I went to therapy even through my relationship with Mike. It wasn't over when I met him because I would do a lot of this kind of shit frequently. Well, it, and I guess he dealt with it. But especially when I was drinking. Right. Well, if I think about were there, it, when, when you would say like, like, so I guess like this text that he sends where mm-hmm. one of the texts, it says, um, I hope you had a good weekend and I'll talk to you sometime or other time where he kind of like does that. Like, like if you want me, you know where to find yeah, me. You have to chase me. Right, cha- yeah. When you've done that text, did you come back the next day? Like with me, maybe if you've done that with Mike, did you come back the next day and go, and not really make him feel validated. Well, Mike that this is the perfect bizarre. Mike's the perfect example, and I think our drunk fights are almost the perfect example because I think in the beginning of our relationship, when I we would I would feel like a a rejection from him at some point, even if it was before we started drinking, mm. and then we were drinking, and I would get drunk, and I would get really in my head, and I would get really angry at him, um, and then I would act out by like not speaking to him 
while we were out or like, you know, and then at first, I think the next morning, like you said, before you're ready to be vulnerable, I was just like, well, you didn't answer my call. And I was really mad about that. Mm. And I, you didn't answer. And, um, and I thought that was really fucked up, but put it on the actions again, put it on the actions. Um, but then cut to like, I would say two years ago, which is probably the last time I had done this, which I'd still done it. Um, and we get into a fight at a wedding and the next morning he's pissed at me because I was like, um, doing the same thing that I had done. And, but this time, you know, I had said, I just, I got in my head. I felt really, I felt really rejected when you wouldn't dance with me or whatever the fuck it was like. And I'm sorry, like I, you know, and because I'm drinking, I'm, you know, getting fixated and I'm harping on it over and over again. And this is really just due to like some weird, probably irrational fear that you're going to leave. And that scares me. And instead of saying that when I'm drinking, obviously, like that's not, it doesn't come out the correct way. It come out, I, instead I try to protect myself by ignoring you and making you chase me or which doesn't really work at all mm. or like, <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? And like, I think that's just such the difference from the beginning of our relationship to the end. And like, I could easily have seen a situation where we were early on in dating. He was like, well, fuck this. I'm not, she's just like, you know, they admit she's crazy. Um, or like she might, this woman might say this about this guy, like he's crazy. Um, or, you know, he's like clingy or he's well, acting insane. Um, which I could see are all valid interpretations of that result. But I think Mike kind of a patient guy and like, that's something we had to work through. And it was like a lot of my shit but, but he, and asking for what I need. But he, even so, like, I'm sure you felt better from the conversation that came out of, Hey, I'm doing this because I'm afraid you're going to oh, leave yeah. me. Like you got more out of that conversation than you got from, well, you didn't send me the right text that day. Like that got you nothing. Hundred percent. Like, that got you not. That didn't make you feel better. That didn't make you. That didn't even get you guys talking. That got you're putting up a wall. Like in the same way, this guy put up a wall, and he's not ready to be turned down on the basis of his vulnerability. He's ready to be turned down on the basis of, well, I guess I won't fuck up next time. Right. Yeah. When that feels safer somehow right. than like saying what you really feel. I'd almost, and that's why I'm saying I feel bad for him. I get it. I was there, yeah. but like, it's not, it's not, it doesn't work. It doesn't like ser- actually serve you, even though it protects, protects your ego mm-hmm. a little bit. Cause in your ego, you're not like, Oh, I just told this person that like, I care about them and these are my fears mm-hmm. and this is my, you know, weakness. And it can feel more empowering, but it's like a fake bullshit, not real. Like you said, it's like actually a lot more insecure. It's a lot, it's a lot more secure to just say like, I fucked up. This is why I did this. And you know, it's because of this fear that fear that I have that doesn't even necessarily have to do with. So would you give you another chance in this scenario? Like, I mean, you're, you know, I get, I understand why you're like, this guy is me. Like he he is doing things that I've done in the past. Would you say like, another chance is, is what he needs? Or do you think he's even ready for another chance? Like, like if I'm her, I'm like, do I, you know, I guess she has to like kind of deal with like, not, was I not right for going to the, not going to the bar? It's like, do I want to like go through the 
right. the this guy's learning process that he might not even be ready to learn yet. Right. Do I want to even do this with this person? I agree. I think that's what I would do if I were her, because you have nothing to lose at this point. I think you could say the honest truth about this is like, listen, like I really didn't like how you handled the situation when I didn't go there. Like I like you and I've been like having fun with you, but like, and I understand if you were like feeling a little insecure that I wasn't as into you, but if that's the case, like you can just tell me Mm -hmm. and like, we'll figure it out. And if you, and, but like, but, and I'm happy to talk to you about that, but I, I don't really want to like have a relationship where I'm being like, everything I do is being overanalyzed and then you're lashing out at me. Like, that's not how a healthy relationship works. And that's not really what I'm interested in doing. So if like, you can't go there or like, just tell me if you're feeling slighted or tell me if you're feeling bad about yourself or bad about, or or insecure about if I like you or not like that, I can deal with, but I'm not, I'm not really going to deal with like you just getting angry at me. Right. And then blaming me that or blaming all these 30 million things that made you this way when it was really just your insecurities. Right. You know, yeah. And I think that's a tough, why not? That's a very like, I'm down to work with this route. You know, like, like, yeah, if you are, I mean, and I only say that because like, I don't know if Mike didn't was like, fuck it with me. Like I, I would have felt bad. Right. Like, I think I like, I think, and at the end of the day, I don't think I'm like that at all anymore. I don't, don't think I feel that way at all. I don't think I pull that kind of shit anymore. But right, there was a time that I did, and I think it's nice that he stuck it out with me because I'm pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy might be pretty cool. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Or, you know, he's not. <laughs> but you, or you cut, yeah. Or you uh, cut and run. Yeah. Which other, pe- other people have done when I've done that. So right. Their loss. Some might say. <laughs> so, we would say, myself and the You Up audience listening right now, and I think, listen, I think we solved dating again and helped them out. I think we did it. So proud of us. (laughs) We'll be back on Wednesday. Boom. Bye. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.